offensive coordinator at Brigham Young University. Jeff Grimes joins us now. Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Hans. How about you, buddy? You know, I'm doing fantastic. I'm really doing fantastic. I I sit back and I think, man, we are a week and six days from kickoff. Actual college football kickoff. As, as we get closer, Coach, how's the confidence doing? Good. You know, I, I think we're, we're a lot further along than we've been at other times because we just we've got experience, you know, and a lot of people have asked me what, what it's been like to have all this time away from our players and the quarantine and all that. And, you know, I, I've told several people that, that I hoped that when we got back to practice, I would see all the work that our guys put in pay off. And I really kind of hoped that we would be ahead of some other teams for two reasons. One, having experience back. Two, just the kind of players that we have, the kind of kids we have, and their willingness to work even when they were away from us. And I think that's been true. And so we've had a very positive camp thus far, but not ready yet. You know, you're at this point as a coach, and, you know, players at this point are like, hey, can we just spot the ball and play? I'm ready for the game already. (laughs) And as a coach, you're still seeing all the holes in various schemes and what still needs to be cleaned up and, and trying to chase all the ghosts around every corner and, you know, you never have enough time as a coach to get ready, but we're getting close, and we'll be ready when the game time's here. Uh, coach, are you still holding your breath, hoping this doesn't fall apart? Um, you know, I think I think in moments when when I'm away from the facility and away from our players and have a little downtime um, and maybe get a glimpse of the outside world, I probably feel that way a little bit more, but. When I'm here, I'm so focused on the job at hand and and having an impact on our players and seeing them continue to grow and develop um, that I don't I don't even think that way. And I think I, I think I told myself from the beginning that it doesn't it doesn't help to to worry about it. You just assume you're going to play, and then if we have to call an audible, then we'll be ready for that. I guess if we do. I love it. You know, I was looking at uh, just some of the basic protocols that you guys have in place for guys to be in the facilities, for guys to be on the field, for guys to keep themselves as healthy as they can and as far away from COVID as they can. It seems like it's been a very solid base protocol, and, and it seems like it's been working. Have you been pleased with what was put in place, Coach? Yeah, I think I think our medical staff has done a great job and Kalani's done a great job of holding everybody accountable to wearing masks or staying away from each other and in situations where we can be socially distanced outside. Um, and so I, I think we've done with the situation at hand probably about as well as as, as you can hope for. Coach, one thing I, I've loved about kind of following you through Twitter and, and following you through this layoff is, is watching – you spent some extra time with the family. Was this layoff kind of a blessing in sorts where you, you really did get some extra time with your family and, and to be the father you are? Definitely. No question about it. I've got a great family, a wonderful wife, four kids, my oldest of which um, is just starting her junior year in college, just left a couple of weeks ago to go back to school in Oklahoma. And so she's been home with us for five months and um, she's an athlete. She plays college volleyball and then, two boys that are playing high school football and then a young daughter who just turned 11 who plays volleyball. And so, you know, what we try to do is just stay active and we try to enjoy, enjoy the time together and, you know, probably unprecedented um, and maybe never again. 
so yeah, I enjoyed it and had had some time that I wouldn't normally have. You know, normally uh, half of April and most of May, I'm on the road recruiting, and instead of that, I was in the garage lifting weights with my boys or on a hike with my wife, and um, certainly time that that I know I won't probably have again, and I'll always cherish. Now that's great to hear that your daughter's out there playing college volleyball. I, I'm sure you deal with the same problem I deal with. I married a college volleyball player, and she's always the better athlete in the home. Sounds like <laughs> you've got the same you've got the same problem. Well, there's no question about that. I, I just tell my kids all the time. I I contrib- my contribution to the gene pool was size, and uh, the athleticism comes from mom. So if you don't feel like you're fast enough, then blame her. My job was to get you big enough. For those of you out there that don't know, Coach Grimes played at UTEP, and I, I want to know, Coach, when when you took your recruiting trip to UTEP and you were trying to make that decision, did they not have that thick paint painted on those lines on that field that ripped your skin off every time you went to make a, ta- make a tackle or a block? I played at UTEP twice, and I always came out with less skin than I went in with. Well, here's the worst part. No, they didn't. And here's the worst part. We had to practice on that field every day. We didn't even have a grass practice field back then. So we practiced on that turf every stinking day for five straight years. And I think my body still feels the the remnants of that. That turf. And and the way – it's kind of in a bowl, isn't it? Didn't that bowl just kind of collect heat all day long? Yeah, yeah. It was hot, but uh, made us tougher, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It made you tougher. Did (laughs) Did you enjoy playing there? I did. I, you know, of course, anywhere anywhere that you develop relationships with people that you're close to, you know, and that's the way it is on a team, it was a great experience for me. And I was fortunate. I was around some really good coaches. Um, Andy Reid was my offensive line coach for two years. Dirk Cutter was the offensive coordinator for a couple of years. And so I was around some guys that really taught me the game of football. And at the time, I didn't know I was going to go into coaching. But as I look back on it now, I kind of feel like God had a hand in putting those men in my life and some other people uh, that, that really uh, blessed me during those, those formative years for me. You know, I've always wondered if BYU fans understand the luxury they have with, with you coming now into your third year and all the coaches you've had an opportunity to come in contact with and, and coach with. You know, I, I, I think that the list is, is extremely deep. You know, people might stop and just look at LSU, but it goes – back to Malzahn and, and much further. Um, it, have you just taken bits and pieces from, from all of these coaches uh, throughout I, all the years? And Yeah, I think if you're, if you're a guy that has a, a teachable spirit, and I try to, I, sometimes I don't, I'm a little bit stubborn like all of us, but I try to learn from everybody that I'm around and, you know, certainly learned a lot from my time at LSU and, and Ed Orgeron is just a tremendous head coach and I think the biggest thing I took from that is just how to show up every day with energy. I mean, that guy has an endless supply of juice and brings it every single day starting at 6 a.m. until we leave the building, whether it's with the staff, the scout team, uh, the team meeting, anything. And that it just it, it showed me that the leader, the leader sets the tone for the program. And so I try to do that with the offense. Um, you know, before I was at LSU, I was at Virginia Tech. And Frank Beamer was the head coach, and wow, what a what a privilege to coach for him. Here, a guy in the twilight of his career, but still very much in charge, very much a guy who who cared about the details. The thing I'll never forget about him is 
you know, he was he was um, very involved with the special teams. And before practice, before pre-practice even started, he would have the scout punt team, not the punt team, the scout punt team or the scout punt return team out on the field holding up cards, making sure that they would have the scout looks right for his punt team that day in practice. You know, here a guy, you know, towards the end of his career but still – cared that much about getting the details right and then you know a great a great experience at Auburn um, winning a national championship and around some great coaches and players there and you know I could just keep going going back all the way to to when I started as a, as a high school football coach in Texas I've been around some great people and I think um, you know to some extent we're all a product of our environments and I certainly am you're listening to Offensive Coordinator, Brigham Young University, Jeff Grimes, hanging out with us for just a couple more minutes. Uh, you know, Coach, I I think there are so many people out there with questions in regards to fan attendance at these games. Have Have you got any indications if fans are going to be allowed into Lavelle Edwards Stadium? I don't. I don't. I hope so because, um, you know, we certainly benefit from from their cheering. Um, but I've always said, um, as as probably most coaches do, and we'll show up and play in a parking lot if we have to. So we'll, we'll be ready to play wherever we play and however many people are there. Also, camp rolling on. Uh, are there some guys that are starting to emerge, stand out? You know, I watch every highlight video that comes out of camp. I'm seeing Neil Pau do some great things. I see Isaac Rex going and picking balls out of the air. I'm seeing Zach sling some really nice balls. It, it seems like that offense is coming together. Who, who's standing out to you, Coach? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, you know, the three returning receivers that have significant experience, that being Neil, as you mentioned, um, Gunnar Romney, and Dax Milne, uh, those three guys um, are all making plays, and each of them offer something a little bit different in terms of their skill set, but all playing really well and playing with a lot of confidence, a, a lot greater knowledge of the game, and, and a real nice chemistry between them and our quarterbacks, uh, the tight ends, you know, obviously Matt's the leader of the group, and um, and he's playing better than he ever has. He's always had phenomenal ball skills. What I think he's doing better is I think he's running better routes, and I think he's playing with more strength on the line of scrimmage when he's blocking. And so I've been I've been really pleased with what I've seen from Matt. And then we've got several other tight ends that are that are right there with him, um, kind of following in his footsteps. Young guys like. You mentioned Isaac Rex, but also Carter Wheat, um, Mason Wade, Lane Lunt. All of those guys I've really been impressed with. And kind of like the receiving group, we've got several guys that bring a little bit different to the table, but but pleased with all those guys. Um, uh, the running back position, I would say Peeney and Tyler Algier um, have, really, have really grown. Even though they're kind of the guys with the most experience, they've really grown the most in our scheme as well. And then we got some young guys that are that are trying to fall in line and figure it all out. Those those two guys are guys ahead of everybody else right now. So, you know, the, those skill guys, and then and then a bunch of younger guys that are going to play play some roles, but be that next guy in the game. I won't even start in the offensive line because you and I'll go for three hours with that offensive line. I know it's a great group, and but before we let you go, have have you settled on a starter at the quarterback spot, or is that something you you let continue to play out? No, we'll continue to let it play out a little bit, and I don't know if we'll make a formal announcement or not. You know, quite honestly, between the coaches, you know, sometimes there's 
there's an advantage to coming out and saying, hey, this is our guy, so everybody kind of knows. But then there's also an advantage to not informing your opponent who that guy is going to be to take the first snap and let them have to have to look at everybody that might be playing against them. And so uh, we've just continued to let all of them get reps. And um, I think here in the next couple of days we'll have a decision about whether we're going to make an announcement or not, but we, but we haven't done so yet. Well, Coach Grimes, good luck to you in a week and six days. You'll be on the field against Navy. I know BYU fans are holding their breath. They're anxious. I think all of us are holding our breath. We're just overly anxious with everything that's going on. But I can't tell you how grateful I am and how grateful football fans are across the country that BYU is continuing to give it a go and that the AAC is continuing to give it a go and Navy's willing to play. Yeah, Fingers I, crossed. I, I, and I, I, I feel the same way. You know, what a, what a blessing. You know, the only – FBS team west of Texas that's still playing football. I just, yeah. you know, I've thought about it several times when I talk to some of my buddies who are coaching at other places, and there's no football for them right now. And I just try to, I mean, I was in, I was in a state of depression when we canceled spring ball, and <laughs> that was just spring ball. <laughs> I can't imagine a fall without football. So, yeah, I, I feel really blessed, and what an opportunity for our program and our fans to play in this environment. So. We're praying and hoping that, that things will remain in such a state that we'll be able to continue on. We're all right there with you, Coach Grimes. Get back to get back to work, and, and we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Okay, sounds good. Always all right, good thanks, Coach. You. Yep, you too. There you go, Coach Jeff Grimes, offensive coordinator with BYU, and like he mentioned, only team west of Texas, that, that only Division One team west of Texas that's going to be playing this fall 